Hello and welcome to another episode of West Underground. Today we have a comedic legend, uh, and and if you haven't seen him, go see him before he you know before he leaves Australia and, and comes back and plays stadiums. But uh, today we have none other than uh, Pat Doherty. I have to be careful there, man, saying your name. I'm scared. I'm going to put an extra O just because of the Irish, you know, Celtic sound to it. Mate, you've absolutely nailed it. Don't worry about it. A, a, a seasoned professional like yourself. I'm <laughs> talking about people going overseas. I mean, Trevor Noah is doing such a bad job, dude. You're going to be you're going to be in this spot next. I'm telling you right now. Oh man, I appreciate the compliment. And you also, know, you, you, wait, 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 wait. You know that introduction? Yeah. Like, where, yeah, you know where, it. Where's, where's, where's my introduction? Jack, haven't I given you like three special introductions? No, I thought no, you were no, just no, part no, of the team no, now. No, 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 no. Don't, don't, don't do this. <laughs> Not while we've got company. Don't do this. What, do you, what, how do, what would you like me to say, Jack? I am your wife. <laughs> you will treat me like that. See, I had to become his wife so he can stay in the country. Yeah. We had to get married for the visa. Very close to being deported, Pat. An Irishman like you, an Irishman like you would understand. I, I understand fully, but I mean, having only just met you just before we started recording, I can I can firmly say that the Australian government did the wrong thing by letting you stay here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it hurts because it's so true. <laughs> no, where where are you from? Are you are you a, a Liverpudlian? Yeah, I am, man. Good yeah, good yeah. It's uh, you, Paddy Pimlet. Um, who else is who else is from there? I mean, I'm a big UFC fan. Yeah, um, uh, I know, I know so, Paddy. I know Paddy the Baddy. Personally, or just? No, like I, yeah, I've met him a few times. <laughs> that's a, that's all I'm willing to share on that one. But yeah, he's a, good lad. he's a good lad, Paddy. <laughs> there is something. It's it. You all just sound like the biggest. And my really good uh, friend is a comedian as well. His name's Carl Legacy. He's in the well. He's performs all around Australia. He um. He's got. He's a scouser as well. And uh, oh really? Yeah. Just, yeah. And it's just like as soon as you hear a scouser accent, you say you're at the pub and you hear a scouser accent, you're going like, all right. Well, I'm gonna about. I'm about to have the best time. Like. <laughs> Ever, you know what I mean? That's so. But if you hear another, if you're another Irish, uh, another English accent, like maybe a posh one or something like that, you're just like literally, I need to get a pool cue and just smack this bloke yeah. over the thumb. Yeah. You know? Barkeep, I've been waiting ten minutes for this drink. <laughs> you don't want to hear that. You do not want to hear that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So Pat, what have you been up to, man? Give give us give us uh, give us a Pat Doherty day to day. What's been happening in your life? A Pat Doherty day to day. So this is the thing with the the Zoom calls. You can't tell. I'm I'm a very athletic guy. I mean, mm. I mean, maybe you've heard that before. I'm not sure. You know, I don't know what the word on the street is. But my my regular day to day is uh, probably uh, you know get up, maybe run in the vicinity of like 21 to 25 kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm one quarter way. I'm a, I'm a quarter of the way through this fake thing that I'm talking about right now. Very <laughs> insulting. I only got to the run and you all started laughing. <laughs> well, I thought I thought comedian by night, Forrest Gump by day. And I thought you've got the hat to do it. You do look like, a bit like yeah. when Forrest goes on his long run. That's right, with a little like. hat. <laughs> Yeah, oh, I literally, man. you know, you know, he runs across the he runs runs across America like nine times. I look like I've I've I'm just just about to start that run because I don't have the beard yet. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> out the beard, but I fully do. I think it's the shirt. I think this is an identical shirt to the one that he wore as well. Funnily enough, fuck. 
yeah. Well, I, I look like Forrest Gump and I have the same IQ as him. So it's like... Our, our long-form podcast usually go that long that you will have a beard by the end of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> oh, dude. No, well, I mean, to be honest with you, I, I, in terms of like uh, a creative day, yeah. uh, I, I, want to t- I want to continue to lie and tell you that I, like, I, I sit down and I write jokes for four hours or something like that. But on the on the odd occasion that might occur, I just generally would sit around and wait for the wait for a gig to, you know, rear its head up and then just go there, make a fool of myself and then come home and just question everything, mate, and then start it all over again. That's, that's the <laughs> oh, man, that's good. But I couldn't imagine that you could write jokes sitting down for four hours, like logging yourself in a room and go, all right, I'm going to write something funny. Like, I feel like you kind of got to be observing the world to do it. Is that right? Like, I don't know. I'm just have taking a guess here. Mate, I reckon you you definitely do need to go and have some experiences because you need something to talk about. Like that's that's the that's the first part of the gumbo to use that um, um <laughs> Forrest Gump <laughs> keep it on the Forrest Gump thing, you know. Um, you gotta I don't know you gotta go walk around, go sit in a cafe, listen to like the eastern suburbs mums complain about their coffees, mm. like you know go down to the beach, experience some shit down there. But um, then you do need to do some form of writing, and that's that's the worst and the most difficult part for me usually until recently my girlfriend got me um for my birthday it was my birthday on january 30th happy birthday me... happy birthday you, man very much um, happy most... birthday no i'm kidding go on carry on man <laughs> dude, that voice is beautiful it's even when you're singing dude, that's my just... <laughs> um but she got me uh she got me some ritalin so I've been able to focus really well for writing jokes. <laughs> Kids, don't like, try this at home. Yeah, but it's because I'm, 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 I don't like taking drugs or anything like that, even though I look like I definitely do. Funnily enough, I, mm. I, I don't, but it's like really weak. It's five milligrams of, of Ritalin and it helps me focus. So I can sit down for four hours and just write, which, hey, has, did- been help- which has been helpful for um, uh, the actual performing, the performing element as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, dude. I just wanted to say, like, have you have you actually like been tested? Like, did your report cards in school? Did they pull your teacher to the side and go, "Fucking hell, Pat's been the clown over there. We think he's got." Have you had him tested for ADHD? <laughs> Mate, I didn't. I didn't. I never got tested, but um, there was the, the teachers always knew there was something wrong for sure. You know. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what did your report card say? Like, I don't. I, do you do you remember? Like, did you get class clown? Were you? Oh yeah, for sure. C- class clown. You know. I think I think people creative people get this one a lot. It's um would be successful if they applied themselves. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Everyone. My my mother yeah. actually says that about me all the time. <laughs> what? Yeah, creative people is just like we are smart, you know, people, and we can and and we're capable. But it's just like so a lot of the time we're sitting around just being like, well, why the fuck do I need to learn about trigonometry? Like, when, mm. when am I gonna? I'd I'd much rather just like learn to play a song or like. Or, or learn to tell a joke. Like, you know what I mean? It just seems more like a practical yeah. knowledge. Were you, were, you, were you telling jokes in school? Like, was you, you know, like, so with, with your Irish heritage, like a, a big mm. thing, especially mm. like where I'm from, is joke telling. And you, you're constantly out telling, you know what I mean? It's, it's usually mm. an Irish joke. It's always an Irish joke, right? Because they're the best. So mm, totally. there's always that thing of, even like it happens now, I work in, in construction and it's, it's that all the time. People trying to outdo yeah. each other, but no one's sitting down and 
fucking pen it, taking some riddling and penning their own joke. You know what I mean? So in school, like, did, did you kind of have like a one-upmanship? Like, you, because I think funny people tend to have some funny friends. Because oh, for sure. you wouldn't, there's no point being the funniest person in your friend group. Because if, you, if you're the funniest like, what, bloke in a group of like, like a, a, a group of just unfunny people, was, I think that's kind of impossible. Actually, you're right. Mm. You need to have funny people around you all the time. And being Irish, did I have? I'm one of seven kids. You know what I mean? So like, wow, was, wow. Yeah. That, that, no TV in your house. <laughs> <laughs> you are a very. For a you are you 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 you. you grew up in such a catholic household oh, i appreciate oh, that <laughs> i love that absolutely fully just repenting all yeah. the time it was lit dude it was fucking good <laughs> so wait, yeah, but, dude, that's what it was and then my friends are just so funny as well so it's like you stand around with them and the big thing i think maybe in construction you get this as well i love it it's like one of my favorite things to do is when people sit around and rag on each other mm. it fucking i love it and that happened in my family that happens in my friends all the time so um yeah i maybe maybe there was like a little inkling for the comedy side of things from there but dude can i tell you actually i have i i have been writing comedy ever since i was a little kid right and uh i remember i was about 14 14 years old i had this book you know jokes on the on the front of it jokes and i had just like discovered the magical art of fucking of masturbation <laughs> oh wow wow and, jokes and pokes and so i was I was writing like writing jokes about it and I thought it would be funny to write about like um, the I think it was something like um, the practical hand uh, the practical uh, book to to jerking off or something like that like real for a 14 year old dude it was fucking hilarious right so funny but I had written it all out and then my I went downstairs to get dinner you know and um, somehow in that process my sisters had come in and stolen the book that i had oh, no. that i had been writing all this shit in and they saved it dude i went back upstairs i was like where's the book gone where's the... nobody was saying a fucking thing the next family event that we have you know which is probably on the weekend they come out with this book oh pat's been writing in this book ever oh, oh, no. and it's the practical kinds of masturbation dude without any context for anybody else they're just like oh my god what is wrong with this kid i like the idea that your old man's going eh, 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 let, let's have a read of that <laughs> i've been doing it wrong all this time that's why she yeah, totally. keeps getting pregnant <laughs> man so pat where did you where where did you fall into the seven kids like are you eldest youngest middle what what's what's going on uh i'm uh i'm mid uh, so Two, two older brothers, two older yeah. brothers, three younger sisters, one younger brother. Right. Wow. Yeah. 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 What yeah. about you? Are you? Are, what about you two? What, what are we talking here? How many? Am I? Have I absolutely blown the numbers out of the park here? Oh well, I'm one of four, and now Jack. Yeah. There's, there's me and my. I've got. I'm a younger brother, and uh, he, my older brother is. He's funny, right? And he. He, for me, he's the funniest person I know, right? Yeah, right. But he'll the the idea of him ever doing stand-up comedy in itself mm. is fucking hilarious. So, like, do you do your siblings? Do you do you think you're the funniest sibling, or have you got someone in your oh, family dude. that cracks you up? The two the two funniest if they went head to head. That that's what I want to see with the two funniest in my family. In a roast battle. <laughs> a, a roast battle. 
That's not their start. They're not you, you. It's not their style to roast. They're just like fuck it. They're really quick. Mm. Um, they say like insane things. It's it's my younger sister Millie, and it's my younger other younger sister Grace. Now yeah. I say they couldn't roast because I think like um, between sisters, if you start roasting each other, all of a sudden it's just like clumps of hair are getting pulled out and shit like that. Do you know what I mean? But those two are so funny. And I but if Millie did stand up comedy, I think that she would go from the most. Um, the biggest personality in the room to the smallest personality in the room. I don't, I don't know why, but I, is that the same with your older brother, you reckon? Yeah, that's interesting, man, actually, isn't it? Because, like, I, I, I for, for a minute, for a little minute, thought about mm. stand-up because I'm a, I'm a singer and I kind mm. of have the thought of... So, it, like, I, I, you, you know all about this. A yeah. knobhead says something... When you're when you're up there, right? And oh, yeah. a little, you know that little heckle. And mm. I'm always very quick to you know boom, bark back. And then, but well, I'm in a room full of people that have came mm. to watch my band, right? It's not totally. like it's not like an open mic night thing, night open mic night <laughs> thing where open mic night, just do it. <laughs> um, it's not like that. It's you know it, it, it's it's a gig we're playing people are there to see me right and the other yeah, people yeah. and the other people in the band they get it they yeah, get it but mainly you and so if I respond with something and people laugh it's like oh so I wanted to see if if I could take that and do stand up because I was kind of like well if I could go to a room and make a bunch of strangers who People go into comedy, into open mic nights, and someone mm. wants to be a smart ass. You, you, of course. Man, <laughs> I, I love going to watch stand up, right? And there's always yeah. that fucking, you know, it's usually, yeah, yeah. A, usually a woman in a, in or, a late or, 30s. Or a dude. She's yeah, had a, she's had a few seltzers, and she's like, I'm going to give that no bed the one I've been thinking about all day. And yeah. then you're <laughs> there, up there, trying to do your job getting harassed right so i like i say man I, I thought about it because like me, me and hamish have had this conversation before musicians and comics get on very well and i totally. see i see yeah. jerry seinfeld talking about this and he was like it's like we're in it's like your chimpanzees uh, and we're gorillas, or you know, vice versa. <laughs> we're, we're baboons, probably. Yeah. Dude, what the hell? You gave yourself uh, gorillas? Well, I, I think I think musicians are the better-looking ones out of the like, out, of, yeah, out of the lot. Yeah, yeah you, I think you have to way. be funny. You have to be the, funny. This, yeah, <laughs> this, I look like Forrest Gump. We've already established that. So I, <laughs> it's, um, you're right. Musicians are de definitely the more attractive of the of the two creatives. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. Don't, no, don't compliments corner. You're a very good-looking man. But oh. like what I'm saying is, do you notice that? Because I feel like we we because we we both get up right, and there's people mm -hmm. there, right? And mm -hmm. you're doing something that you know you've rehearsed a little bit for. You, yeah. you, you're trying to get a reaction out of people, and you know, like for me, I, I don't play any instruments because I'm fucking useless. So I stand there with a microphone. Uh -huh. and, you're halfway. And, to, you're halfway and, there to do it. And stare stare out into the abyss. So like I, mm. I've noticed any comics I ever meet, there's always this like bond because we're not doing the same thing. 
but it's definitely in the same family, you know? Oh, totally, yeah, yeah. dude. It's like, it's like in, um, we're like one of us is in the army. The other one's like in the Navy. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. We'd, we'd be the Navy. We'd be the Navy. Yeah. <laughs> we're, going to war. we're bringing, we're br- bringing our creativity to the masses. You know what I mean? That's like our, that's our, like our weapons of mass destruction. We're just like bringing our songs and jokes to the masses. And we're just doing it in a, in a slightly different way, you know? Mm. Um, yeah. But it's funny yeah. that you said that about uh, people that come and watch comedy. Cause I reckon there are two types of audiences in, in the comedy sphere, right? You have the kind of people that come to comedy to see comedy, like they'll go to an open mic. They just want to see the, the process of stand-up comedy, you know? They wanna see people do well, they wanna see people fail. They're just interested in comedy. Then the second um, type of crowd there is, is somebody that goes to go and see a comedian, like a specific yeah, person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they might not know too much about comedy, but they fucking love Neil Kohaka or they fucking love you know, Billy Darcy or whatever, you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it's funny in those, in those circumstances, in both of those circumstances, when you have a heckler, um, the, the heckler that comes to just see comedy is like a, a smart ass, all that kind of shit, but the audience doesn't hate them straight away. Right. Yeah. Because they want to see the comedians interact with that person. But the heckler that heckles a comedian that everybody has come and seen, they they get like roasted. I mean, Frenchie always puts up videos of um, him absolutely going crazy on him. Yeah, yeah, oh him. man, I've, I love watching those videos. I absolutely yeah. love watching watching somebody's, you know, their moments of bravery and get mm. torn a new arsehole for me yeah. is 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 honestly that's my happy place. Yeah, I think they're the my favorite my favorite of all the videos that he puts out. To be honest, at the moment, like. I, I just I, I just love seeing seeing like you know and also like is it hard to be like on your on your toes so far like do you have like some kind of rebuttals that you already have planned like do you have directions which you're gonna gonna try to you know stab them with you know what I mean I know what you mean yeah I mean I think nine times out of ten the comedian is always gonna like defeat the heckler because the, the, to use to use like a de- definitive type of terminology, like because the comedian is coming from doing maybe like let's say fourteen gigs a week, you yeah. know, getting up twice a night, dealing with fucking so many different people, doing well, doing badly, getting interrupted, not getting interrupted. You, you understand the playing field. You've done the home games, you've done the away games, whatever. You understand the game, and then that heckler has maybe only come to one comedy show in a month maybe maybe it's his first yeah yeah it's like the sorry i just want to say it's like a grasshopper fighting a like a primantis you know (laughs) yeah dude you know that i'd like that that martial arts reference i like that (laughs) 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 fucking nerds (laughs) (laughs) oh mate dude i mean this is a classic lead singer of bad and band energy you know Thank you. He's not talking for two seconds and he's calling us nerds. So <laughs> <laughs> like, I want the attention. Come back. <laughs> it's it's in, it's interesting you say that actually about, you know, the heckler and it, it's their one night of comedy. Like how, mm. how, how long have you actually been doing stand-up for? Like up on a stage, microphone in hands. Yeah, I reckon um, I, funnily enough, your, your previous comedian, uh, uh, guest that you had over here billy darcy your predecessor um, like, shout out to billy yeah shout out to bill 
he's got the flattest feet in, in Australian comedy, just FYI. It's dangerous. And he might have gout, so just keep an eye out for that. Um, anyway, <laughs> he, uh, he and I started on the same day in like 2016, but I was in Sweden, funnily enough. I did my first gig over in Sweden and he was in Sydney. This is his gig. He did it one time when he was 18 and then he took two years off, came back and did it, right? Um, so I've been doing it since then, but like me, the last two, the last two years, it's a mulligan, you know, that doesn't count. Yeah. COVID for stand-up comedy. That's, that's a do-over. Like I've just hit the ball into the water basically because of this yeah. fucking pandemic. Yeah. I get to pick that up. I get to start again. So I can say that I, I've been doing comedy for technically six years, I guess you would say, but in a practical sense, only four years before yeah. pre-pandemic. Yeah. 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 Did you, did you take on, like, I suppose you all had to, didn't you? Like, I, I think, was Andrew Schultz the first one to kind of master, like, the, um, like the, like the Instagram comedy? Like, you know what I mean? Like the, you know, because all you guys are killing it, man. And I, and I love it because this is where you're beating musicians, I think, is, is you guys are so clever on social media and you all work together and you help each other in, like, the communities. And I'm like, in your, like, inner circles, it's so fucking clever. And I wish the musicians would all come together and take notes because it's genius. It's kind of like social media were, were, is our instruments, if you know yeah. what I mean. Mm. Yeah. And each each platform is completely different. Like TikTok to Instagram is a fucking completely different game. I wouldn't even know. Dude, I've, I've never done a TikTok video in my life. I've got a TikTok account, but it's just sitting there. Every time I, I've got like maybe 400 followers now. You know how embarrassing that is in my circle of comedian friends to have 400 followers on TikToks? Mate, I, I, I got Will Gibb, Will Gibb into the comedy game. He used to help set up the Coogee Comedy Night that I oh. used to run. Yeah. Then all of a sudden, he's got a million fucking followers on TikTok. The, the bloke's like the biggest comedian in Australia at this point. I wish, we, I, I, I wish, I wish we would have got him on instead. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's TikTok. You'll get there. You'll get there. <laughs> I, 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 I don't know. That's the one time a heckler won. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> Now, anyway, like now we're going to change the subject and talk about your balls, Pat. I I was so jealous yeah. about you. You put up an Insta post where you where you uh, where you were naked on a building. I thought it was a beach before the interview, but we've I come to realize that it was a building. I'm just yeah. Clarified. Anyway, and uh, I, I I saw that and I thought, fuck me, mate. You must have you must have some balls to get up and do that because just to be naked in public, <laughs> you know. You could see them. <laughs> just you know it's so funny i know that i know the uh obviously know the photo that you're talking about on my instagram and uh that another thing i didn't mention before though was that that was from a photo shoot you know what i mean that was a oh. single photo from multiple photos taken on and to give context to everybody that is listening um i'm standing naked on on a rooftop in uh in potts point you can see the harbour bridge you can see the city skyline behind me and i'm just I'm gently holding my very small um, genitals so you can't see them. But there are photos where I'm fully exposed. And uh, it's only like the day after that you think there there were so many other apartments around the apartment that I was on the roof of. Yeah, yeah. Did that, anyone see you? Like, did anyone from the ground look up and is like, is that the Beatles? And then like, you know, and then it's it's, it's you up there with full cock out and everything, you know? Mate, mate, yeah. if, you, if you put that on TikTok, uh, TikTok that, that, <laughs> they would be so good. You would, have, you would have 10 million followers. 
I think you just should make the app to TikTok, you know, like that would, that's the next TikTok. revolution. <laughs> Forget OnlyFans. TikTok's the way to go. TikTok, dude. How come nobody, how come like the, the, yeah. That, porn, that, porn I feel like Pornhub will be making their own brands of that soon. <laughs> Definitely, dude. Mate, we like got to start that reels. now. After this podcast, I'm going to get the, the rights to the word. The name yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine reels for, reels for porn, you know, like you're just scrolling through all the different shit. Like, <laughs> I don't watch it, so I, I wouldn't know. You don't you're watch a good Catholic boy, Jack. <laughs> I am porn. No, no, I'd try and stay away from it. Mate, those, those sheets behind you look stiff as a board. So. <laughs> <laughs> if you put a, it, you know, you know, the, uh, the rapid antigen test and it's got the blue light. I'm fucking yeah. terrified to run that through my house, man. <laughs> COVID is the least of yeah. your problems, yeah. brother. <laughs> Blood and semen everywhere. Oh, everywhere. Everywhere. They did. Yeah, but look, I mean, you got to get your kid off once in a while. I don't reckon enough people do. You know, do you, yeah. do you see a lot of nudity day to day? No, man, because I'm, 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 I think I've hit a, like, you know, I, I was shredded. I was saying to Jack the other day, like, I think I was shredded, like, till the age of, like, 21. And then, like, I'm, I'm now 22. But the last year, man, fuck me. All of a sudden, like, I, I could drink, like, 10 beers a night for, you know, a week and I'd still be the same figure. And now, yeah. now, now if I have one, all of a sudden, there's this, little, there's this little tummy hanging over the belt. And you're like, <laughs> where did you come from? You know, so Dude, I... I <laughs> I had pasta three weeks ago and I'm still paying for it. I get it. <laughs> Mate, wait till you turn to the ripe old age of 29. Like if I look at a bagel, I have to go for a 15 kilometer fucking run. It's disgusting. And I still think that I'm a skinny bloke as well. Like, you know, so all my shirts are tight and everything. Mm. So I'll be sitting at the pub all hunched over. My gut's just like poking through the t- people are just going, oh man. He used to run 22 kilometers a morning, that bloke, you know? What happened? <laughs> what happened? <laughs> he used to say, he used to say life was like a box of chocolates. Now he just eats them. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but if you don't do stand-up comedy, it'll be, it'll be criminal, all right? You're coming with me next time we go. Oh, man, when, uh, when, when, when are you next playing? Next playing. Um, <laughs> next playing. No, I, I'm, I not, like... I'm not. I'm not saying I'll, I'll, I. I just want to come and watch you, man. Yeah, you boys should come. Um, yeah. Will Gibb, funnily enough, runs a comedy club in uh, in Clavelli at the Clavelli Hotel every mm. Tuesday. It's packed. It's absolutely rammed. So that's that'll be my next gig. I'm there every Tuesday. You do that every Tuesday. Oh man, we yeah, yeah. Hamish, we'll yeah, have yeah. to go to that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm off I'm and put put a mask. We'll we'll wear masks yeah, yeah. for COVID safety, and they gag me with a mask. Because oh, I've, totally. I've got two jokes in on him, and here's me thinking I'm Billy fucking Connolly, right? <laughs> and then, you know what he's doing? Actually, I know what he's doing, right? What Pat, am I doing? What Pat, am I doing? Pat is getting us to go, and then he's going to be like, hey, meatloaf! <laughs> <laughs> you fucking saw straight through my plan, dude. You, you, <laughs> You're a crafty you, you, man. You're a crafty man, but. You can't get one past the scouser, mate. You and Paddy Pimlet. Yeah, you guys <laughs> Wait, Jack, on the back of the head. I, re- I reckon before we go, we'll get we'll go to one of the, the sex shops and we'll give you the little apple in the mouth. So you go in there and you can't say any words because you've got a fucking apple in the mouth. What do you reckon? Yeah. Funnily enough, in that drawer behind me. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> you boys are uh, kidding yourselves if you think is, you're uh, 
Yeah, I've already, I've already got one. Where did you get that one so quickly? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> Just found it. How how many nights a week do you do stand up? Um, before before COVID, I was getting up uh, probably five six times a week. Mm. I reckon. So I would I used to run a couple of comedy comedy clubs. So it was the Could You Bear Hotel on Mondays, Hive Bar in Erskineville on Tuesdays, and then over in Manly on Wednesdays. Um, and then you would just do other clubs around town Thursday, Friday. And then if you were on a good week, you would go, you know, like Bathurst or, or like a little country town, maybe Wollongong, Newcastle for the weekend mm. and do some gigs yeah. there. It was a good little circuit, mate, you know, but I think it's, it's building back up now, which is exciting. Um, currently, I probably would jump up maybe like a maximum of three times a week. Yeah. But, um, but this is the thing. This is the thing that you sort of touched on before a little bit is uh, that everybody in, in comedy has sort of focused a little bit more on um, on going online, you know, and like doing Instagram stuff, TikTok, YouTube, all that kind of stuff. Because rightly so. It's like the amount of years, the first couple of years I was doing stand-up comedy, you'd go to the fucking Lewisham Hotel, you would wait there for three hours, you'd perform to like 19 comedians and two like half-pissed grandmas. Yeah. And then <laughs> and you were like, God, did I make the right choice? Mm, you know? yeah. <laughs> and then you see these blokes build up their TikToks and YouTubes and they're selling out like the Enmore Theatre, you know? So it's like, yeah. everybody's going, yeah, I might just miss this open mic tonight and, and, and see if I can think of some online content. Is there any, is there any stand-ups who are, and this is quite, you, you'll be putting this on the line. Don't give me any names, right? Right, right, right. I would never. Unless you want to. Unless you want to. <laughs> right, is there anyone who's, you're a temptress. I don't know. Great, great on TikTok. 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 Ooh. Is there anyone who's great on that? Oh. Shit. Shit. I'm going to I'm just going to, um, the, you know, like oh, terrible comedians. Because, oh, because, right, in music, and we, we, yeah. had a, we had a record producer on uh, who I work with all the time. Michael Carpenter, give that a watch. That'll be out very soon. It's very interesting guy, right? And he's, yeah. he's put the time in and all that. And he, but he said, the problem is with the music industry at the minute, there's a lot mm. of people releasing songs and being in studios that have no fucking rights being in studios. Uh, and his really? point kind of is, people are releasing songs and they've never went and gigged. They've just... Right got this and put it out and so they've never they haven't actually mastered it they've just found a part of it where they can be successful so cool. is is there anyone you can think of I'm, I'm, don't give me names because i know in the next green room you're in you could be you egged. Bleep them out and, 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 you, you probably you probably asked the the you know the biggest big mouth well is 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 there well, a few is there a few Oh mate, it's it's funny. You, I think you got to keep in mind, like, the, you as the individual, you especially. I know that I do this. I'm always like, I probably deserve a little bit more. You know, mm. I think yeah, everybody yeah, does yeah, yeah. that. So I, I'm fully aware of that, right? But you do look at some of these. I mean, it's hard. You look at some of the people and you just go, "What the fuck? Why are you? Why, how do you have that? Why do you have that? That doesn't yeah. make any sense. You have to. Then you have to get Buddhist and you have to meditate and you have to realize that it's not important. Blah blah blah. All that kind of shit. But ultimately, there are some comedians that pop off on TikTok and I look at their stuff and I go, holy crap, that's fucking funny as, you know? And mm -hmm. then I'm on the lineup with them and they may as well have just done like a TED talk about fucking 
you know, colon cancer because it's like <laughs> uh, the description. The description for that video will be at the end. <laughs> it's just a link to my TED talk. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, look, there, there is a couple of. But I mean, what are you going to do? It's um. Well, that's your smoke break, like isn't it? Say again. Like when you when when that's happening at the club and you and you're seeing them giving the TED talk, that's when all you guys go out for a smoke break or go outside and get some fresh air and then come in, you know, 50 minutes later and you know, that's when the show oh, begins. Yeah. yeah, for sure. And I, I don't want to I don't want to be that guy. I, w- I want to be as supportive as ever since I met my girlfriend that I'm with currently, the beautiful yeah. Emma. She's like such a divine, sweet person no not jaded whatsoever and i've and it's really rubbed off on me in a positive way you know like i've 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 actively become probably about 45 percent less of a cunt because of her maybe and yeah. so i don't wanna, i don't want to rag on these people too hard i I, but, I, um, I i think you should break up with her for a day and you just you just get it all <laughs> off your chest man get it all off my see chest. pat I, I was in the same boat recently so i know how you feel man like i was in the same boat i you know my my missus uh shout out to chelsea she's uh she's great and and really humbled me and then then i married this halfwit over here and then and then things have gone south really fast you know i am yeah. i am the permanent devil on hamish's shoulder <laughs> i can totally see this guy is say gonna, it he, say your, your, it your, your wife right here is going to take you for a, I, i've seen so many great great men from the bankstown region just go into the gutter from their their international wives (laughs) yes 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 but this one has his original lips he hasn't got any fillers yet not yet not yet you won't be able to get rid of him when he does because i mean god he's he's already a good looking rooster with the the sydney reno on him mate (laughs) (laughs) How, how long how long have you been with your girlfriends Mate, it's uh, it was, it's probably about a maybe eight months. Like yeah. really, not that. Long. Yeah, yeah, not that long at all. Um, Man, that must be that must be a funny because you know the way a lot of comedy, I suppose, writing songs, I suppose to an extent, is about personal experiences. Is there oh, totally. anything when you're like, she does something, you go, ah, that's gonna kill tonight. Uh, yeah. she's like don't All... you don't you fucking say that out there <laughs> don't you say yeah. that there are so many things there are so many things no but she's got such a great sense of humor as well and um as do a lot of my friends if i uh i've recently just started doing a new joke about uh one of my friends and but i told her as well about mm. it it's um and you'll you'll see it next tuesday i'll do like a little i'll do a little, like tap on the nose just so you know next tuesday when the new joke's coming out um, but, uh, uh, she, she was completely cool with me doing it. I don't, I don't like ragging on my friends so much. So I think they're all fine with, uh, with that kind of shit. And if somebody does, if Emma, for example, does something funny or stupid, she says, you're probably going to make a joke about that. And that's fine. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Cause there's something, it's a resource. You're, you're a resource at some point. You just like, you gotta, you gotta understand that. I'm, I will mine you for comedic material. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I should change my medium. Cause all my songs are really depressing. And my girlfriend's Abby, who, who is great and lovely and sweet. And I love her. I have to get that in. Cause you right. did that before. Thank yeah, you. I know you just jumped, um, on, you just jumped on the train hard. She, uh, she just saw us like, getting these brownie like, points. Don't, don't, at least that. Don't sing that. And I'm like, why don't you? Like, people must think your life is fucking terrible. 
<laughs> like when are you when are you boys when are you performing next i've got to come and check it out oh so this this will come out after it but uh, i'm playing at the duke of enmore on saturday night on saturday night yeah all right well, I... i've got i've got plenty of shit coming on i'll send you i'll send you some data yeah send, you should have said you should have said your gig two weeks ago two weeks ago or a week ahead jack just so and then told him the real date after so I just go there? No, no, no. So every <laughs> yeah, no, so... Yeah, okay, okay, I've got an idea. Hugh, cut this out. Actually, <laughs> funnily enough, oh no, actually I fucked that up. Hugh, cut that out too. Man, it was you so to good. You in? It was so good to see you at my gig the other Saturday, wasn't it? No, 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 Mate. I don't mean like that. I said you oh, should have okay. told him the future date, like a week, the one you're playing two weeks in advance. So when this comes out, all the listeners would be like, Oh, I can go see him this Saturday. Oh, yeah. Man, I, you think I know the dates? They tell me this week you're here and I turn up. <laughs> <laughs> I turn up as sober hey, as boys, possible. that was the worst improv I've ever been a part of, just so you know. <laughs> yes, yes, and. Yeah, yeah yes, and. <laughs> yeah. Have you, uh... all right, Hugh, you can remove all that shit. Unless I look good <laughs> in it, then leave it. Have you, have yeah. you ever done any improv before, man? Um, no, not really, but I, I, my comedic style is, is a lot more, uh, improv on the stage. I do love interacting mm. with the crowd and all that kind of stuff. Do you ever like my best, uh, person to use as an example of some comedian that I love the most is probably Robin Williams, you know, he just oh, yeah. Around yeah, yeah. So in that sense, I definitely do a lot of improv. I just have those Ritalin written jokes in my back pocket to go back to if, if I need to, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's a good, a good idea, man. But do you find it hard to do it, like, especially in this climate? To like, like, I, I think Andrew Schultz is the only one that I see getting away with that kind of stuff. Where like, you can't. There's certain people. I, I, you know, it, I don't know if there's any like much political correctness in the comedy. I hope not. But um, you know what I mean. Like, did, like, is it hard yeah. to do that shit these days because of that I've, uh, reason? I've, I've never, I've never had a issue. The only, I've had an issue with one sort of like, he was probably about a 60 year old bloke recently. Um, and then before that, I haven't had an issue really that, that much later, but I was ragging on him and he uh, he goes like, he's in the crowd. I said something, he looked like Tony Soprano from the Sopranos, you know, that TV show. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like talking about how like he's a gangster and he's organizing all these different crimes and shit. And, uh, and he, he just goes, shut up, mate. Stop fucking talking to me. And, um, and then uh, once he said that, he's giving me two choices, you know? Yeah. Like, I, I now have to stop and then look like a huge pussy or I double down, you know? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, so, and so I have to double down, you know? No, like, oh, like, no. This guy, yeah. this guy, he woke up this morning, got himself a gun, and now, and now he's going to get me. Uh, I, res <laughs> I respect the shit out of that. I yeah, exactly. Shit out of that, mate. He backed me into a corner. You know what am I gonna do? And and I only picked him out because he he spoke to me first. You know what I mean? Like he came to the fucking. <laughs> he, he did bring his gun to the to a fucking bazooka fight, and but I I felt bad because his wife his wife was laughing really hard. Like his, yeah. wife, his wife was just like losing it, and I just saw this guy was just like crumbling around him. You know, just but um. Outside of that, but he also looked rich, so I didn't feel too bad. 
Yeah, all right. That, that, that makes it all better. But but like some like can't you fucking have a laugh at yourself at like your own expense sometimes? Like how fucking big is your ego got to be that you can't laugh at yourself or can't laugh at somebody especially, ripping on Especially especially at a comedy show. And especially at the Come age on. of 60, like cheer up, you're going to be dead soon, buddy. Fucking hell. That's true. <laughs> how many years do you reckon he's got in the bag? That's true. Mate, probably less if he doesn't start, you know, taking a joke. Yeah, he's gonna have you know, fucking all that stress. But um, but yeah, look, I haven't I haven't had too many instances uh, of that kind of stuff. I think I, I think you hit the nail on the head. Like, if you're taking a joke at a comedy club to, to the point where you're gonna talk to the comedian, it's like fucking yeah. grow up, mate. I did not expect this. Comedy <laughs> night. Have you totally? Had, have you ever had anyone say something like, "What time's the comedy starting"? Oh my god! You must, be, oh. you, you must hear that and go, "Fucking yeah!" What times? Yeah, what time? What times? The what times the comedian on? You know, it's like I, I'm not a violent man, but I will throw a spear directly <laughs> into your chest, you piece of it's shit. Like, it's like the, the Wonder Wall joke for musicians. Um, when you, say again, sorry. It's like it's like when people say like uh, when you're when you're when you're playing a show. Well, you know, for us when we're playing a show and somebody yells out, "Play Wonderwall," it's like the same kind of shit. Like those dirty, like cheap, like you know, insults. It's like, oh man, couldn't think of anything better. Well done, clap clap for you. Yeah, dude, it's it's the same guy. He just goes to all the gigs around Sydney, just yelling out. You know, he's the guy from Happy Gilmore. He's like, "You're not gonna make this putt, you jackass." And now, <laughs> now it's in Sydney, terrorizing everyone. Yeah, the, the already absolutely like absolutely rattled art industry of, of, yeah. of Sydney. Yeah. This guy's just going. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna. Well, uh, we 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 spoke on. We did uh, on Monday Night Fever, Mine and Hamish weekly therapy session. I'm gonna call it. Yeah. We we don't oh, edit nice. anything. It's just us to- talking to the moon. But we. We were talking about fuck. I've lost my train of thought. Well, we're confessing. Man. I feel like it's fever. more. Dude, than I can be more where were we? Where, where were we? Where were we? Oh, talking about hecklers and confession and therapy. I'm gone. I'm, I'm just gonna sit down on the floor. You said. You said. You were talking. Yeah, look, mate. I don't know. You lost me as well. You lost me in those big, beautiful eyes of yours. Felt like anyway, it, the weather felt in Sydney like it was, was interesting. Hamish, <laughs> Hamish, hey, tell Huey knows what to do. <laughs> Sorry, man. Pat, you've got me flustered. What are you talking about? He's a good looking big, sexy man. man. Oh, mate, don't do this to me with you. I was looking at your balls up. 20 minutes ago, and now I'm looking at your face. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a, it's a, it's a huge it's a huge. Uh, you should have done it the other way around because that's more impressive. You know what I mean? <laughs> this to that, you're like, wow, oh, that's pretty good. Hey, Pat, do you know who Mac DeMarco is? Yeah, I love Mac DeMarco. You've got the cheeky Mac DeMarco smile. You've got the Mac DeMarco, you know, look uh, half, halfway from here down. You've got the Mac DeMarco thing going. Bro, that is that might be the nicest compliment anybody has ever given me. And yeah, also, yeah. I don't know. You're playing me hot and cold because I was Forrest Gump a second ago. So, you well, know, Forrest Gump from the nose up, but from the <laughs> from the nose below. Mac DeMarco, That's the weirdest the transformer of all time, dude. Um, dude, I love Mac DeMarco. He's he's one of those cool guys. I don't see him on social media or or anything like that really that much. But he seems so successful. So I don't know. I don't know how he does it, dude. Is he a personal hero of you, yours in the in the music world? 
Well, he's a personal hero of mine that just that he can fit a cigarette between his teeth. I'm, I'm always jealous of, of, of that factor. And he's just got this like iconic look and you've got a bit of that. Going. He's doing it. He's doing it. He's doing it for the audio. We're about to witness it's history. Fans. It's to the fans. Oh, oh damn it. I can't. It's too, it's too big. You need a roll, man. <laughs> damn it. it's, it's too big. It won't fit. Yeah, that's the first time it's too big has ever been said in my apartment ever. So <laughs> it feels weird. This space. Um, Pat, yeah, I love Max and Marco. Pat, do you um, do you do the same? Like, do you have the same routine every week, or do you change it up like per show? Do you add new bits in and you keep your classics, like the greatest hits? Oh, mate, I've got uh, yeah, I've got the uh, I've got the I've got the greatest hits. That that comes out. That comes out maybe if I if I'm not too confident in the in the new material, you know, mm. in the new drop, um, I might I might bust that out. But what I tend to do, right? Here's a little peek behind the curtain. You want to hear a little peek behind the curtain? Please, yes, please. All right. A, a, a great comedian once told me this. His name's Matty B. He's uh, he, I think he's down in Wollongong now. But when I was coming up, he was like a headliner in Sydney, and um, I was asking him how to develop material, and and he reckons what you what you do is you get. You start with one of your strongest bits um, and then you in the middle, it's called a shit sandwich. Like you start with your good bit. In the middle is just the filler. It could be good. It could be bad, but it's all relatively new. So you don't know how it's going to go. And then you close out with something solid, right? Because then the crowd will always remember you like on that last bit. They'll be like, oh yeah, look at that. that was, he was actually pretty good, you know? And then from there, you have to record it and you listen back and you go, oh, that second joke I told was fucking sick. I'll keep that in. That third one wasn't any good. I'll drop that. That fourth one was good. I'll keep that. And then hopefully like within six months, you've got half an hour of material that you yeah, can yeah. take anywhere. And because that's the thing, you develop the stuff in the clubs here in Sydney and then you sort of aim to just go around Australia touring that material that you worked on. Do you know what I mean? That's yeah, yeah. technically what you're meant to be doing. So musicians, like we, like if I, if, if, you know, if me, if me or Jack here were to write a song, right, you re record it into our voice 